Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I mean, I guess it makes sense that Sandoval decided to do this interview because Howie knows nothing, proudly, about any of this. And Jason... Tom's band manager is married to the VP of Howie's businesses or something. I mean, Howie was just so proud of himself. He's like, I don't know any of this. What's the big deal, right? But then yet he knew a couple details. Like here and there, he'd be like, I, I do know this part. It's like he totally did Kimmy, his VP person. He did her a big favor with this because it's – I what the – this is an emergency episode that I had to do. There was too much to process and I couldn't not get on the mic and say something. Um, so let's, let's say some things, but, uh, let me also explain why I am in the dark and far away from the camera. I got a chemical peel yesterday and while my skin's about to look amazing, it looks scary right now. And I can't put anything on top of it. And it's about to look even scarier. So the rest of the week, you're going to expect to see me in the dark from far away. Um, also, if you're noticing, if you're watching on YouTube or you're enjoying the video version on Spotify, or if you're enjoying the video version on Patreon, and you notice the camera is flickering, yeah. Logitech, I got a bone to pick with you. I spent top dollar on this camera, okay? Top dollar. What the fuck? Maybe I'll reach out to them. But yeah, that's my review. You got focus issues and you got this flickering thing happening now. I've only owned it for like a, two months, maybe three. Ugh. I swear to God. Anyway, let's get into this bonus episode. Okay. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. Clip! You fool. That's my opinion! I talk bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. So thank God for Howie's daughter having some knowledge of this uh, show. Because, um... Howie was proud to be like, I don't know anything. But we find out that Howie met Tom through Kimmy Bader at his wedding to Jason. And then we get some nice promos for Tom. Wasn't that lovely? Oh, yeah. Tom, promote your men's cosmetic line. And what's your tour schedule like? And then Howie goes, you know what? I don't, I don't watch this show. I don't get the hoopla. Now, if you had been educated on this whole thing and you understood the show, the dynamics of the cast, etc., then I would 
I'm okay with that. Fine. Have your opinion. And that's completely fair if it's an educated opinion. But to be proud of the fact that you don't get it and to say, I don't, I don't understand the hoopla. It's just condescending. So then he, he's so proud that he doesn't know. It's like it kept getting in the way of what we wanted to get to. We wanted to get like, okay, let's get to the point. Why is Tom here? All right, let's get to it. What's the fucking point of this? And Tom mentions, he's like, you, you, so there's another Tom. You share, you share a name with this, with this guy, right? And Tom goes, yeah, Schwartz. And he's like, yeah, but, but oh, Schwartz, yeah. Jews don't share. <laughs> oh, he's not Jewish? Well, that's the scandal. It's cultural appropriation. Okay, dude. We are so off track here, buddy. Like, I need you to, th this is horrible interviewing. It's insensitive on every level. What are we doing? And I saw him on that Andy Cohen show. You mean watch what happens live? Like, you're taking the biggest news story right now, pop culture wise, and having the guy that's at the center of it on your show. So you know you're going to get a ton of views. You know that you know what you've done. And you're going to be proud of the fact that you don't know anything. You don't – when I have guests on, like, I don't always listen to everybody's podcast episodes because I don't have time. But if I'm going to have a guest on, I will always listen to their most recent episode because I think that's just the right thing to do. I need to know what they're talking about. I need to know their vibe. Maybe they've announced something that I should be aware of. I don't want to be completely clueless. But why does he think it's so funny to be clueless? Okay, moving on. Tom's immediate thoughts on Schwartz's Watch What Happens Live. I'm like, what are they? He said, uh, uh, there were a lot of accuracies. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. We will get into, he says more of it. The biggest thing I got from Tom in this is he's, uh, uh, a lot. He's not answering in full, honest ways because he's like figuring out what the best what am I trying to say what did I tell Schwartz to say what did Schwartz already say that's how that's the vibe I got the, Tom when he says I never thought this would happen I never saw this happening for me you know I worked too hard for my image my businesses my integrity <laughs> but it just happened I do know I have if I have a good friend of mine who was in a very unhappy relationship and she had an affair and I thought it was gross to her too. I was like, I was so disappointed in her. It's like, you need to just break up. I mean, you should, you've done needed to break up for a long time and her inability to do so caused me to lose quite a bit of respect for her but i still loved the hell out of her and to this day i'm going to go see her tonight to this day we're very 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 bestest of friends um and she credits me as if i did anything but she's like you always pushed me to leave and i wish i'd seen it sooner fine great but you still like it was very disappointing that she had couple months long affair. I hated her man. Hated. Her man was not Ariana, for the record. Okay? Her man was an asshole. He deserved nothing good. But still. And she was a nervous wreck because she was afraid of getting caught. And it gave her anxiety all the time. She was getting rashes all over herself. So it's, yes, there's, a, there's the other side to it. For sure. However, I never, even as my good friend, felt like sympathy for her. There was not an ounce of me when she would talk about the stress that I was like, oh, I, I feel bad for you. I was like, well, girl, get the fuck out. Get out. 
So I get, I do get that humans, good humans, great humans do things like this when they're in unhappy relationships. I do get that 100%. However, Tom, this did not, the story, this is how I felt. The story he was trying to tell, the narrative that he was trying to tell wasn't tracking because even Howie, who I swear did this as a favor to Kimmy and Jason, was even like, you're not answering the fucking question. All of these conversations you say that you are, or these feelings you were having, because the whole, how did we get here? Tom feeling like now we're in this relationship and we're not feeling this way and we're living separate lives. Were you expressing those thoughts to Ariana? And he'd go, uh, I couldn't tell if he was just trying to like, cause this is Tom. Tom likes to tell a long winded story. That's always been the joke at the reunions. He wouldn't answer that. He's like, it was almost like he was like, I'm getting there. It's like, no, no, no. We're already at the part where you should have said it, sir. We're already at that part. Okay. Because he says, he's like, we've been living our own lives, you know, for our own separate lives for years. But like we had a house, you know, we had businesses. We were a brand. This is something I get because as I've discussed about like uh, Schwartz and Katie, there's an element of that kind of trapped because of the show aspect that needs to be considered when you're like, why didn't you leave sooner? It's like, but they're like, this is your whole life now. This is your business. You being a couple is like your identity, you know, being Tom and Katie, being Tom and Ariana. It's like a thing. It isn't just me dating somebody and being like, I think I need to break up with them. It's like, well, damn, my whole livelihood is this show and my image on the show and I'm in this relationship and Tom and Ariana were the perfect couple. However, as I've said a thousand times, Pia and myself recap season three and watching the beginning of it, it's just, it's like creepy. You know, Ariana coming off a dark relationship not having enough self-respect and she's a badass, you know, like Ariana deep down is like she woman's rights and women's freedom and shit like that. And Tom is a misogynist, but she kind of tweaked, you move, you move your, your morals around to fit in sometimes with someone that doesn't quite work but you're like, I just want to like this person. So, you know what? I'll just, I'll adjust that a little bit. And, uh, and we've even seen it on the show. Like when she's like, you're sound real hashtag men's rights right now. And it's not like she didn't notice that was happening. We even see it on this past, um, was it last week or the week before, before they, before they go to Mexico, when she literally walks away and says, I'm walking away. Cause I'm not about to have this be Tom against the women. Cause so she's probably not even really liked Tom for a while, but she's got some maybe codependent attachment issues and she was attached to Tom in this group. Like when she came into this group, Tom was like her only person. She even had a falling out with Sheena for a bit because Sheena noticed, which is crazy to look back on in hindsight. Oh my God. Sheena was saying to Ariana's own mom, like, I don't like the influence that Tom has on her. So Tom kind of got her in this space where he was like her only person. And so when he wants to leave her, she's like, I know what it's like to be in that situation. My ex and I, I hated him. I did not like that man for like five years of the seven-year relationship. I know that sounds insane, but that's how little respect I had for myself. I did not respect myself at all. 
to go, if you don't like him, leave. But I felt like I deserved it because he had me convinced that no one else would take care of me like he did. And I feel like Ariana didn't like Tom, but the thought of not being with him was too scary. She didn't think she could stand on her own. Oh, it's so sad. When my cats are healthy, they are happy. And that makes me happy. But, you know, I'm not a mind reader, so I obviously don't know when they're unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one reason I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly, no more cat bathroom smell, and let me just tell you, this is not a joke. It is confusing how well these things work. It, like, disappears into the crystals. I've just gotten so accustomed to scooping with traditional clumping litter. Scooping the litter is usually like disgusting, but it's not with pretty litter. I, I'm i just really confused as to the sorcery of these crystals. It's this super light crystal base that it minimizes that dust and that mess. The crystals last up to a month, so you're scooping less and you don't have to go to the trash can as much. But I mean, I'm telling you, you're scooping less. Because usually I would miss a day before with my old clumping litter and it would be a disaster. But because of these absorbent crystals, it's like not the same. It's just, it's been very confusing how, uh, how well this works. I'm still, I don't get it. I'm not mad about it. I just don't get it. The coolest thing about Pretty Litter, though, is that it changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in your cat, including urinary tract infections, potential kidney issues. This would have really come in handy when I took my cat, Tiger, to the vet recently, and they asked what her urine has been like. And I said, what? I don't know. Would have helped if I could have said, according to this chart of the color chart of the Pretty Litter chart, this is what it, you know what I mean? It would have really helped. Pretty Litter also ships free to my door in a small lightweight bag. I never run out of it. And I don't have this like huge container taking up all this space in my house. Pretty Litter helps me keep tabs on my cat's health and keep odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash she speaks to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash she speaks to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash she speaks. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Anyway, back to the shitty interview. He said they felt like best friends, family, sometimes roommates. Oh, he don't feel Tom hates feeling like a roommate with his girlfriend. Oh, no. That's his favorite. Obviously, the relationship was lacking in intimacy and connection. And they were traveling alone. Like, not together. Traveling alone. I just, I didn't like how, um, how he was too excited to talk shit about Ariana. Because Tom goes, yeah, I went to Jason and Kimmy's wedding by myself. And Howie's like, yeah, I didn't meet her. Okay, but you don't know her. So, okay. They wanted to keep the optics up. Like they were a powerful couple. And that we've heard already. We've heard people say like, everyone knows they're not like this power couple, but they just fake it for the cameras. This aspect, I do think is important to acknowledge because I'm all about fairness on reality TV and Ariana did get off pretty easy. If, if, if Tom and Ariana really were in fact not happy for so long, it is kind of crazy that they didn't have to, um, show us for a while and they could just present as like, well, we're just doing so well. For the last couple of years, right? Like that, that is something. But, uh, that's just, that's just, that's like, that's this big. That's a tiny little factor. That doesn't mean that it turn it turns into what it did. And I'm going to keep going. I, I took copious notes on this whole thing because it was a lot of, um, word salad, which I love when Andy said that to Schwartz. 
He said that they've both been dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety, but they both deal with it differently. And what he's basically explaining in a ton of words, and I get that he's trying to give context, but he's explaining in a ton of words that they drifted apart. And he says, after a while, I felt like I needed to make a change to feel alive again. He says that here at this point in this interview, here we are. This is at the top. We're at the pretty, pretty much the top of this interview. Okay. We're at the top. And the reason why I'm saying we're at the top is that he doesn't talk about breaking up with her until way later. Okay. Way later. So just noting this. He uh, also, by the way, accepted that they weren't going to have sex. This is a big deal. Ariana admits that sex is a difficult thing for her. And for Tom, because Tom is so like needy sexually, it's a difficult thing. Like when you have that partner that's just like, like I need it, I need it. And you're already having an issue with feeling intimate with them. It just makes it worse. It's just like, it keeps making it worse, you know? But he says, I knew I had to make a change to feel alive again. We weren't feeling intimate. He had just complained, just complained about how they were traveling separate. But here's Ariana trying to plan trips together. But I just felt like I didn't want to do that anymore. So, okay. So now Jacqueline interrupts. Howie's daughter goes, let, Schwartz said that you tried to break up with Ariana multiple times. And Tom's like, yeah. Uh, well, when this Raquel thing came along, it happened at the worst. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll look back and say it was the best time in my life. I was yearning for a connection. And we had become great friends. Okay, that, where wherever you're going with this, Tom, and this is what I, I was saying as I was watching you didn't answer her question. She asked a very simple question. And that was, why did Schwartz say you tried to break up with her multiple times? And now his answer is, well, when Raquel came along, so you didn't try to break up with her. Okay, okay, I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to follow. He says that they'd become friends after she broke up with James and now the resentment was building up between him and Ariana. And, you know, at this point, man, my sexual experience with me would have been like equivalent to a 19-year-old in his second time. You know, I had no mojo. Bullshit. Bullshit because there you are in Mexico at the wedding festivities teaching Schwartz how to have mojo. So... Here comes in how he goes, it is commendable that you are sharing this publicly because, you know, my soapbox is mental health. Now, you see, Howie, if you had done a little research and if you were qualified to do this interview, you would know that Tom Schwartz, I mean, Tom Sandoval talks about this all the time. Literally, he talks about this all the time. He talks about how he feels all the time. This isn't commendable. He's going to talk about how he feels all season long and after that. So get out of here. But then he, even Howie, who's trying so hard to do a very positive interview, he goes, okay, I get it. I get it. I get, I get that you've been through all this. Are you sharing all these things with Ariana that, you know, that you're trying to take this relationship into a different direction, like are wanting to end it. Like I get what you're saying. And then Tom, once again, he goes, uh, I started, uh, pulling away. I don't want to say negative things about Ariana, you know, but like, these are, these are not excuses. What I did was completely wrong and totally fucked up. I'm just trying to give you guys context. Raquel and I became good friends. Did you, or did you not Tell Ariana at that point that you were interested in moving on. Because it really sounds like prior, prior to Raquel and you getting closer, that you 
should have been talking to Ariana about how you felt. But we'll continue. Now he moves into, which is the weirdest segue, he's talking about how close he is with Raquel. He says Schwartz is single and Raquel is single. And then creepy how he's like, she's hot. She's hot. I'm like, she's younger than your daughter. So I'm like, dude, you know, what do you think of Raquel? I'm like, you're an idiot. She's amazing. Which is, you could just put a side by side of how uh, Sandoval talked about Ariana. She's amazing. Same thing. They asked her like, okay, so were you trying to get Schwartz and Raquel together to like cock block yourself? Like, what the fuck was that? He's like, no, no, like I was, uh, no, like I was like, you know, so that we could all hang out more. Now that doesn't track, dude. That doesn't track at all. So you segued from saying you, you met, she came along at like the worst time. Maybe I'll look back and say it's the best time. You guys were becoming really good friends and you say, she's amazing. Schwartz, you should do it. You should get with her. And I just wanted them to get close so that we could all hang out more. And again, Sandoval knew that Katie wanted to keep them from hooking up with friends in the group. Just so that she didn't have, like, let's just keep it outside of that. Like, that's all I ask. And Sandoval said, I don't fucking care what Katie wants. I have no respect for Katie. I have no respect for your marriage. I have no respect for anything. So go fuck yourself. I'm going to force you guys to uh, to kiss and make out and do whatever I want because I just don't care about anyone but myself. Cool. Thanks. His version of events is that after guys night, Raquel and, excuse me, their friend Brett and Tom, they stayed up till after the sun came up talking. And it, he kind of is confusing about this. He's like, then after, see you next Tuesday. I was locked out of my house and we kissed. And he was like, it was like magnetic. All of a sudden we're kissing and I felt something I hadn't felt in so long. And it's so rude. Jacqueline's phone goes off. It's like, this was just a disaster of an interview. And if Howie had done his damn research, he would know that the way Tom is describing this is not like, because Howie's acting like this emoting Sandoval's doing is just so impressive. I'm like, this is how he always is. Do not be impressed. Okay. It's how he always is. But then Jacqueline's like, okay, but wait a minute. So you did this, you did this, but this is before Sheena's wedding. And Howie's like, who's Sheena? God, do, stop getting in the way of this. And Tom's like, I'll get to it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We have, okay. Which is, okay. And again, Howie stops him again and is like, we have asked you like four times now. Did you say this to Ariana? Okay. How many times I got to ask you this, dude? And then Tom goes, Yes. A year prior, she doesn't like apologies, but, you know, she never apologizes. We got to a certain point where I felt like she was just annoyed with me, you know, but I can be annoying. Howie interrupts again and says, I get it, but did you ever actually sit down and talk about it? Because Schwartz said you told him you were trying to end it. Like, bro, answer that because we're operating from that place. At least your buddy Schwartz said that. Did you tell her you are out? You're now at the point of your story where you're making out or kissing or whatever with Raquel. So did you at this point already tell Ariana? God, dude. He goes, so yeah, uh, so to sort of, uh, uh, after Raquel and I kissed, I got my ass into therapy. Okay. The feelings I had were very strong. Logic went out the window. 
And then he agrees with Schwartz calling Raquel his drug because time was fleeting and it made us both so obsessive over trying to see each other. So yes, to answer your question, yes. When it went down in Cancun, Schwartz didn't know about that. I was like, no, no, the question has been over and over again. Had you fucking broke up with Ariane already? That was the goddamn question. <laughs> you refuse to answer it. You, okay, refuse to answer it. And what that was all about was Schwartz and Raquel hadn't done anything but had been crucified by Katie and Lala. Like they had been in a full-blown relationship. Katie brought in Christina Kelly, her mom, like crucified. Um, Katie didn't bring in her mom. They went to dinner and met Katie's mom because they were in Vegas. And Katie's mom, with a heartfelt message, was like, hold on, if you're really thinking about jokingly hooking up with my daughter's ex-husband, please don't. And they're all, they're all wearing black, looking all judgy. So they're like, fuck this. Yeah, it was more like a rebellious thing. So you're admitting that they did it just to hurt Katie? That's sick. And then Jacqueline's like, well, were you at all jealous? And he's like, I was a little, I was a little jealous. But I was more proud of them for saying, fuck you. Whoa. Okay. Cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. When I found out Cozy Earth wanted to sponsor the pod, I was like, oh my God, the synergy of this. Cozy is my number one goal in life. And I'm on a quest to find loungewear that is cozy, obviously, and flattering. So I used my own code, she speaks at cozyearth.com to purchase the loungewear set that they have. It's it's on its way. I will let you know how it goes. I'm very excited. What I did receive from Cozy Earth though, thank you by the way, Cozy Earth, were their sheets. I got the sheets that are made from viscous from bamboo. They also do come in linen. And I talked about it last week. These sheets, they're I like a soft cold, a little bit of a cool touch. They're temperature regulating. So that's why they have that cool touch to them. Easily the best sheets I've ever felt in my life, hands down. It is no wonder Cozy Earth has been on Oprah's favorite things list, like five years now. So Cozy Earth also makes bath products, also made from viscous from bamboo. This is responsibly sourced too, by the way, which is important. Their bath products come in a plush collection and also a waffle collection. I'm about to just be getting everything on the Cozy Earth website using my code. So, okay, right now, Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today. 35% off site-wide when you use the code she speaks. So go to CozyEarth.com, shop around, get 35% off when you put in my code she speaks at checkout. So Howie is like, let me recap for everybody in case you guys weren't aware of what uh, what Tom has said here. And let me give it a nice little flowery, glowy explanation. He's like, Tom's feeling neglected, blah, 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 blah. And he finally gets this thing. And it's a nice respite from the darkness that you're in. And... Then Howie has the nerve to go, so far, I'm not seeing what has made this such a big deal. You know, you kissed Raquel. Well, if you did your fucking research before having him on the show, you would know that it's not that. It, we're, we're not done. He's not finished his long-winded story, but that's why he's here, isn't it? God. They'd laugh at how they hooked up for the first time in the backyard by the fire pit because Howie goes, you literally lit a fire. <laughs> I swear to God, this is so awful. After the kiss, supposedly, Tom got Ariana in couples therapy. And I didn't tell this to Ariana. Be he didn't tell about the kiss because to her... 
he says, and to us, we had planned on spending the rest of our lives with each other. Well, now I'm confused because I thought you said you were done. And she was like starting to plan some trips together. And you're like, I don't see myself doing that. And it just wasn't happening for you. And I'm just confused. Okay. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like slowly planting seeds, but doing it with a therapist because when he did it in the past, she had shut it down. So you had done it in the past. You had done it. And then towards the later sessions, he says that they were going through these hypotheticals. What would you do if we? And he says Ariana had heard and seen things about Raquel and was very much turning a blind eye. Or was trusting me, I guess. <laughs> or was trusting me, I guess. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I guess she was. I guess she chose to trust me, I guess. What an idiot, right? What a fucking moron to trust me, of all people. Like, who does that? Who trusts her boyfriend? I mean, there's rumors all the time about the entire cast. How dare she trust her good friend? Ew. Her good friend and her boyfriend. What an idiot. But I told Ariana, you know, that I'd been distant. And she's like, oh, you have? You know, because like, who doesn't notice their partner's been distant? But that's how our relationship was. And when I said, hypothetically, if we broke up, she said, well, I'm not going to the reunion. I'm quitting the show. Fuck the sandwich shop. We're selling the house and I'm deleting all social media and I'm moving away. I would love to know if that's real because I don't know if I can trust anything that comes out of Sandoval's mouth. And I really want to know if that's true. I don't hate Ariana if it is because it's a long relationship and she's built everything with him. And that's a big fight or flight response, which, you know, that's not that abnormal. And if Sandoval wanted to get out, that's not like fine. If that's what Ariana wanted to do, then okay. If that's what you want to do, Ariana, that's horrible. You have so much to stay for. But if that's seriously what you want to do, fine. I don't get why that's. Like, so take like, I don't want, do I want her to do that? No, but like, okay, Sandoval, if you really wanted to leave and you really wanted to end it, then that's up to her to do what she wants to do. Cause she wouldn't have done that, by the way, she wouldn't have, she would have said she's doing that, you know, cause sometimes we're dramatic bitches and we got to do things like that to see what happens. But if he really did break up with her, she might have, you know, I don't know. She might have left for a week. But she wouldn't have really done any of that. Shut the fuck up. Jacqueline points out that Schwartz said his, Schwartz said on Watch What Happens Live that Tom's plan was to break up with her after the reunion. And Tom says, no, that was absolutely not my plan. My plan was to break up with her in therapy. But I was like, well, she might... Well, but then Ariana did like a, you know, she's this 180, you know, started being unbelievably sweet and amazing and just like, wow. I was like, wow, you actually like me now? And Jacqueline's like, so it sounds like therapy was working, which is the point of therapy. Like, it's not common you get into therapy to break up. You get into therapy to fix things. So here she is in therapy like you wanted her to be. And she's starting to hear you and listen to you and improve. And you're like, oh, I was just kind of hoping to break up with you. Oh, you're a dick. And he says, I wish whoever gets that version of Ariana is just so lucky. We know. We know. He says, by that point, I was already gone. Fair, fine, fair. Because at the end of the day, she should have been done with you too. 
and she needed a push for sure. But he did break up with her on Valentine's Day. And there's like a whole bunch of bickering back and forth between Howie and his daughter. And it's just really not enjoyable. And she wants to say what we're thinking. And Howie wants to be like Mr. I defend Tom to the end guy. And Tom talks about how he's living at the house still and he defends that. He's like, I run it. You know, my assistant does X, Y, and Z. And he's like, I'm in my room and I go to the gym and they have like a text, a person that's like in between that tells them when this person's coming and going and whatnot. Kristen had mentioned that when she did her podcast on this whole thing. Um, but now we are at the what's happening now of it all. Howie. Oh, he just thinks this is just, it's gotten so out of hand. It's so unfair how big this has gotten. And I know a lot of people do think that. I know a lot of people do think that. And, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, now that the dust has settled, this is the best thing that could have ever happened to Ariana. Ever. Um, it's just the length of time the brazenness it was on they were filming during all of it they were well more of it i'm sure but like they were filming you know like they were just on camera and they were in front of all their friends lying to all their friends and when asked what the status is of him and raquel we're really good friends we're not putting any label on it and how he goes friends with benefits he's gross I don't keep up with Howie Mandel because he kind of has been sort of creeping me out as of late. Uh, and I didn't really know why. But after watching this purely to see Sandoval, I'm like, oh, I know why now. You're kind of gross. Um, but he, John says, we're taking a break. No, you're not. Shut up. Tom does get into something that I think is worth noting. Um, I don't agree with him saying this in regards to Sheena, but I do agree with it in regards to Lala. Tom says that there are only three people involved in this and only two things that happened, an ending of a relationship and an affair. And obviously the three people are him, Raquel, and Oriana. And Tom goes, hold on, before I get to the, before I get to further, he goes, <laughs> He goes, people are grouping the affair and the breakup together. <laughs> Even how he's like, well, I mean, like, I mean, come on now. Even that, it's sort of like, even he's like, didn't, by the way, suddenly how we know something. He's like, okay, I do know. Look, didn't Ariana find something on your phone? Okay. So you did a little research, you fucker. And, but then it, Tom's like, yeah, but like before that, she would have, con she, she shouldn't have considered us together because I broke up with her two weeks before and was like, we don't have to post anything about it because we were up for this big mixology job together. You know, she was so upset. She punched me. And then after she calmed down, she said, she is not letting me leave and you're going to have to force me out of this relationship. And that's tough. If that really happened, I feel for Ariana. I do. Because I've held on to ba a bad relationship. I know what that's like. And in hindsight, I'm like, why the hell was I holding on to that? Leave. Get out. It's codependence. It's codependence. It's not, it's not trusting your strength. Ariana went from a very dysfunctional relationship that was abusive and she relied on that person to take care of her because she lived with him. And I think he took, I think he took care of like the rent and stuff. Then she moved in with Tom in Tom's shitty apartment. I can relate to that. I, I like kind of relied on people and stuff and did not trust my own strength and ability to take care of myself. So there's that type of fear is there for sure. Even though Ariana could totally take care of herself and has plenty of strong women around her. I don't judge her for being afraid of it. I don't. But Tom, if Tom wanted to leave, could have left. But he, he according to him, said, I told her I couldn't be faithful to her. 
But back to what I was saying before, like he kind of, they get a little off track, which is why I'm getting off track because this interview was a goddamn mess, by the way. Uh, he was in, in the process of trying to say that um, the cast has used this for content. And I do agree with that. Uh, I, not with Sheena. Well, I haven't really kept track of the whole Sheena thing. Like, I guess they did a whole podcast about like what they're going to do with the dogs. I'm like, I don't think they did that. Howie even defends it, like, well, you're on a public platform doing reality TV, so that's sort of, they're allowed to. But with Lala a bit, like, this genuinely didn't concern her. She's known not to fuck with Raquel, and she hasn't liked Tom in a while. But every time she gets a chance to comment on it, she does. And it's it's a little obnoxious at this point to me. It's a little like, this isn't about you. And the people that it is about... They could be commenting. And I do give him that. I do. I do give him that. Even I, like, I'm here. I am jumping on here to make a bonus episode. Like, unfortunately, with with these types of things, you can kind of capitalize on it. And it is a little shitty that our culture is like this. But it is. I hate to say it. So he's talking about like friends that he's had forever who just completely abandon him and act like they don't have this 15 year history with him. I think he said 15 years. And now it's like denouncing him completely, not reaching out to him and taking to social media, you know, like I can't believe this whatever happened. And I was used, was I used as a pawn? I don't know exactly who he's referring to, but if he's talking about Sheena, bro, you got to give it to Sheena. You got to let Sheena have this. Unless, unless he's kind of saying that they did sort of know stuff and were, you know, I, I don't know what he's alluding to. But Sheena was pretty right or die for the boys, for the Toms. So I feel like you're, Sheena's allowed to have some anger and allowed to talk about it and work through some feelings and thoughts. And this is me. You know how I feel about Sheena. I've really come around on Sheena because I hope she learns from this and she seems to be learning from it and she seems like she's genuinely processing like what happened? How did I, am I that blind? Yes. Yes. That was like Lala. Katie's also allowed, but Katie hasn't really been capitalizing on it that much. For Katie, this she was used to talk about a pawn. He admits that they literally kissed to say, fuck you, Katie. She's like, I'm sorry that I asked for one simple thing with this very strange situation we are in in this divorce where we're going to have to be together and around each other. And we have this mutual group of beautiful friends that you're probably going to want to kiss. Please don't. Please just go elsewhere outside of the group. And he's like, ugh. Schwartz is like, that's annoying. How dare you? And meanwhile, Sandoval's like, um, I really want to fuck Raquel. And uh, I kind of need you to do it by proxy so that I can kind of feel like I'm doing it too. Katie, you're being so annoying. Oh, Katie, go. <sighs> She's so annoying, Schwartz. Just do it anyway. And then by that time, he'd already done it. So he's like, oh, wait, uh, not now. Okay, well, fine. Uh, how was it? Then at one point, Ariana does say when he's trying to break up with her that uh, if he, if you break up with me, it would be effectively ending my life. And I've pulled that card. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. And I think that that is a very fucked up thing that he said. I really do. I do not think that he should have shared that. I think that is something so fucking private. I think that she did not mean it like I'm going to, you know, you know. And I think that he is twisting words and making it seem like uh, like it's almost like he's manipulating a situation where he, you still like I get it. I get it, Tom. She was a, she was emotional. She was having a very hard time with the thought that your relationship was ending 
And she had a hard time with that. Okay, big fucking deal, dude. Sorry, it's a breakup. They're ugly. It's a nine-year, ten-year relationship. And then he's like, we went to Miami the following week and I didn't even tell her. You know, she didn't call. She didn't check in. That's not someone who's in a relationship. But then he's like, I did I did call her, tell her when I was landing. But I didn't, like, come home till 2 a.m. that night. Okay. I. But then she goes with you to TomTom where you're performing. And then she grabs you in front of all these fans and kisses you, knowing I can't pull away. Uh, but then why was she with you? They weren't filming. And then the phone falls out of his pocket. But we were broken up. Okay. And I guess that same night he said that she'd asked about fertilizing eggs. And it scared her. She was so in denial. Well, why didn't you say that to her? Why didn't you say to her that night, like, don't come to the show. Don't come. To, like, we can't do these events together. Like, I need this. I guess I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm reducing it. Maybe now I'm just getting exhausted of this story because the story went on and on and on. on I'm, tr- I'm trying to understand your context, Tom, but it's like you're just talking and talking and talking. And it's really not sounded like it's making all that much sense. And then he says that when Ariana said she's going to quit the show, he – and I'm going to give him this. He said that's not fair to everyone else. He said he called their showrunner, Jeremiah, at one point when they were filming and said, look, I see all these people putting their stuff out there and we're not. And we're not doing well. And I would like just to discuss that on camera. You know me. I like it fair. Fine. And it is true. Ariana hasn't put her stuff on on the show. Even from like the beginning, even when there were like cheating rumors and stuff, she didn't want to talk about it on camera. She kept it off the show. So back to what Tom was saying, though, about like how there are people going online and really capitalizing on this, who we thought were his friends and how he pulls the, you really find out who your friends are, you know, Jason over there. He's a real friend. And then he's like, I want to give you the option here. You know, what what uh, what would you like to clear up that you've seen a lot of people saying? He's like, well, you know, a lot of people are saying, I know for a fact because I heard something from someone. And that doesn't mean they know things. Fair, fine, fine. Another thing he says is he hasn't had a drink in four days. And it's really cleared up his head, which I'm sure it has. Honestly, I'm sure it has because if he's been drinking to numb this that's probably so confusing uh tom's opinion of schwartz on watch what happens live he's like i think he's a smart guy i think he handled himself great look that to be honest that's really the only opinion we should worry about because he tom sandoval is the one that kind of got screwed as as far as we could tell Tom Sandoval's the one that got screwed. But if Tom Sandoval's like, hey, A plus, man, two thumbs up, then okay, cool. <laughs> no notes. All right. Okay. Cool. He says he, he felt like he, he felt like he was on the run, like I was wanted for a triple homicide. I will, I bet, actually. I bet. I bet, because paparazzi were hounding them. He's like, I didn't shower for days. You know, I know you shouldn't wish ill on people, but it kind of made me happy. Made me happy. He says, though, that when they picked cameras back up, uh, in terms of, like, details and whatnot, that it's like, yeah, Lisa and production asking for those things. And he's like, I'm not going to be interrogated by, like, Lala and Sheena, especially with their behavior lately, doing a whole podcast and whatever. But if the details he'll save... On camera, off camera, if Ariana wants to know, I'll go into it, but she's the only one who needs to know. That is kind of fair because sharing the details is more painful for Ariana if she has to like read about it or hear about it, you know, like ugh, yucky. Ooh, you know, if like I had to hear about the sordid details of an affair of my partner, it's like, okay, please save me from having to go through that, you know. They ask if he'll go back next season this motherfucker okay he goes 
I mean, it's tough because like, and I'm thinking he's, this is what I thought. This is how I thought it was going to go. This is, this is what I thought. I thought it was going to go like this. You know, it's tough because I've really like the way I am with Ariana, with the cast. It's like, it's, this has really shown me a lot about maybe I need to look inward, but here's what happened. Here's what he said. You know, it's tough because like the ratings are higher than ever. So like, yeah, basically what he said, it's tough. Like, was this, is this bad? It happened. Yeah. But is this fucking great for my money? Yeah. Eh, dude. And so like, what about the bars? I've kept my distance, but they're thriving. Basically. He says he's going to turn over a whole new leaf in life. And you know what? I make space for that. I hope what he's learned, though, is that you're like, it's not just this. You've been a fucking dick for so long. Okay. You're not just, it's not like Howie was giving him so many passes. You're human. You're human. You don't know him. Oh, <laughs> so annoying. Ugh. <sighs> He said, now he says there was, by the way, he's like, there was no thrill in sneaking around. I'm sorry, sir. You said there was. Okay. You said that there was. You did. You said it was like an obsession. Time was fleeting. So I don't want to hear it. Then they talk about how, you know, you're too recognizable, man, with that mustache. And then they do this whole thing where they fucking shave his mustache. What am I watching? What is this? Is this, what's happening? It's like a whole thing where you gotta get the razor and, and like, we gotta watch it and the, the razor's not working. So he has, Tom shaves it himself and they do a whole promo at the end. And then Howie goes, thanks, you know, I just really want to thank you. It's so great to have you just be so open and vulnerable. He's always vulnerable. He's literally always vulnerable. So, um, yeah, it was garbage. It was garbage. Period. End of story. Done. I, w I, I wish just Howie's daughter, Jacqueline, did the interview. That's who I wished it. Howie was in the way. He was proudly in the way. He was like, isn't it funny that I don't know any of this and I am ignorant to all of it. And I just think this guy, I like him. Cool, dude. Then, I mean, I can interview a stranger, too, with no context. What's the point? <sighs> Jacqueline was more interested in getting some information. And then he's arguing with his daughter, and it's like, oh, this is just a mess. Her phone's going off. Sandoval's – I, I can't. <laughs> I cannot at all. Couldn't get a straight answer out of him. Still not totally sure of the timeline of – when he was expressing that he had issues with Ariana to when that kiss happened. So the kiss happens, then he gets into therapy, couples therapy. For what exactly? I'm not sure. Was it just to break up with her? Because then in couples therapy, it sounds like Ariana's hearing what it is she needs to do to make Tom happy. She starts doing that and Tom's like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was kind of like... uh gonna bring up with you in here uh she's not supposed to start doing the stuff that i want her to do we were supposed to just tell her it's over um shit so fuck cool great so awesome really glossed over how you snuck around really glossed over how you are kissing ariana on camera there's affection on camera was all of that fake is all of that shit fake because i can pull a bunch of clips of you guys kissing and making coffee in the morning and all that crap uh, ariana overly giving you attention and praise for your stupid band your stupid band like come on and yeah, we could sense something is off for sure, but like you don't address any of that. It's it was all about Ariana was a mess if I broke up with her. She threatened to it was gonna be the end of her life, she said. And so that's what? That means what? That means what? I don't know what that means. I I've broken up with people who have who've been upset about it. 
I've also been broken up with and I I was dramatic and they didn't care. You know? So. All right. Well, thank you for nothing. But I'm glad I got that off my chest. Thank you for riding with me through that. I will see you tomorrow. I will record tomorrow for the Summer House and Jersey recap. And hopefully my face won't be too scary. But you won't see it anyway. I'll, I might tomorrow be in just utter darkness because tomorrow the peeling may begin. Okay? Love you guys. Mean it. Stay messes. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.